I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, January 29th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pal, some good news for some. For others, eh, probably not so good. But after a 10-year hiatus, the famous McRib will return to McDonald's menus across Canada this week. After failing to take off in the 80s, the sandwich has now found its sweet spot as a limited item. While the timing of its return over the decades has been seemingly random, some experts speculate it has something to do with fluctuations in pork prices. If you're looking for one, leave your nice dress shirt at home. These can be messy. And take a look at the McRib locator on the McDonald's website to find out where you can get one near you. Now, we've got a great episode for you today, Peak Pals, for our first story, electric cars hit the racetrack. And our second story, US hits the pause button on LNG and our big picture section. For our first story, electric car racing might not be popular enough for its own Netflix show, at least not yet, but Formula E cars are blossoming into stars for the legacy automakers that own them. Here's what's driving the news. As the hype around Formula One continues to dominate the racing world, its less exciting but environmentally friendly sibling, Formula E, is becoming ground zero for the innovations that are fueling the EV race off the track, at least that's according to Reuters. Automakers like Porsche, Nissan, and Stellantis are investing in battery and software tweaks that trickle down to consumer EVs, making them cheaper and more efficient. Jaguar Land Rover, which is investing $19 billion to catch up to its new EV rivals, will use carbon technology developed for its Formula E car in its new premium EVs. Now to catch you up, car racing has long been the test bed for developments that end up in everyday vehicles. In fact, we have race cars to thank for innovations like hybrid engines, rear view mirrors, the push button ignition, and everyone's favorite, the steering wheel buttons, the same ones you use to kind of control which song's next. Now it matters because with automakers increasingly looking for an edge to improve efficiency, performance, and profit margins in the crowded EV space, Formula E has become a proxy race for those looking to make a breakthrough that separates them from their competitors. Jaguar already uses battery regeneration technology from its Formula E cars and road vehicles, and has boosted range by 20 kilometers just by using temperature control. Stellantis does much of the same and shares insights from its Formula E engineering team across its 14 brands, including household names like Jeep, Ram, and Chrysler. For example, Formula E cars begin each race with only 60% of the battery needed to make it across the finish line. That's a challenge that forces engineers to generate more battery power and range. Those developments are often adapted for consumer models. Formula E engineers have been able to provide extra battery life and range by building and improving a system that regenerates power through braking. Which brings us to the bottom line. EV adoption has been slow in part because of range and charging anxieties. So when Formula E teams make big leaps forward, it could result in a winning car off the track. For our second story, in a surprise move, Canada's southern neighbor is pumping the brakes on its booming natural gas business. U.S. President Joe Biden is pausing approvals for new liquefied natural gas export facilities in the country, a move that is expected to have a ripple effect on the Canadian energy producers that rely on the U.S. to export their gas globally. The White House cited environmental risks for the pause, dealing a blow to LNG proponents who see it as a lower emission bridge from coal to renewable energy. The U.S., which only started exporting LNG in 2016, overtook Qatar as the world's top export in 2022, thanks to soaring demand from Asia and Europe. And it matters not only because Canada is the world's sixth largest LED producer, but it's entirely reliant on the U.S. to export its natural gas. 
Any signal that the world's biggest exporter is slowing down new operations sends a pretty gloomy message about LNG's future. Canada has one export facility nearing completion in BC, but experts say the integrated nature of North America's energy market makes the decision a big blow to Canadian producers. But the positive approvals won't stop experts at seven existing U.S. facilities or stop construction at the facilities that have already been approved. Even with the pause, U.S. LNG export capacity is expected to double from its current levels by 2030. Now to zoom out, the decision is likely to sound alarm bells in Europe as well, where many countries have come to rely on exports from the U.S. to meet their energy needs, following the supply shock stemming from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And for our big picture, TD could face a $10 million fine. Fintrek, Canada's financial crimes watchdog, is reportedly gearing up to fine TD Bank more than $10 million for failing to meet money laundering prevention standards. The fine would be the biggest ever from the regulator and come on the heels of other penalties handed to CIBC and RBC. Feds post a $19.1 billion deficit. The federal government posted a $19.1 billion deficit for the first eight months of 2023-2024 fiscal year up from $3.6 billion deficit for the same period of 2022-2023 fiscal year. The larger deficit is due in large part to higher interest rates that have pushed public debt payments up 37.7% compared to the previous year. The U.S. to announce billions in ship subsidies. Washington is expected to give billions of dollars in subsidies to semiconductor companies, including Intel, to help build new factories in the U.S. The investments will look to boost the state's chip manufacturing, part of a larger effort to reduce reliance on Chinese semiconductors. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great week, Peak Pals. When you give me shout-